Welcome back to another episode of This is Queen. Uh, Hadass Queeno here. Hope everyone is doing well this morning. Uh, filled with shalom. And you're not allowing any cares to really rent space in that brain of yours this morning. Let's just praise Yah that we have another day of life. I don't know if y'all seen my last uh, community post on my YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed, please do to search Hadassah Queen O. But I was uh, quoting a scripture in Psalms, and it was um, basically saying, you know, while I exist, I'm going to sing praises to Yah. Given another day of life is a gift, and we have to cherish that. And um, today, I just want to go into some encouraging scripts and uh, give you a little update on mom and uh, the progress there with her health. Hallelujah. Those prayers are being felt. Thank you all. And um, share a little bit about how Yah is giving me strength and hope and even joy, if you can believe that, during this time uh, of dysfunction and grief. And I'll I'll touch briefly on that in just a moment. But uh Yah is good. It's hard. You gotta fight for your joy. You have to fight for your shalom. It's just not gonna be handed to you. But honey, if you're committed not to give up, it'll come through. So let's get into some of these scriptures that I was looking at this morning, and I think that you'll appreciate them. Uh, whether you're going through a hardship or a tough time or, or not, these are some scriptures that you definitely want to keep handy and store them up. So as I'm reading them to you, you write them down, you write, you reread them at a later time, but just have them stored up in your spirit. That way they'll be on deck if you ever have to go through something. Uh, tragic or I don't wish that on anybody, but I'm saying life happens to all of us, uh, good, bad, and ugly. And it's important to kind of store up your praise, store up these scripts, make sure you're being prayed uh, over and you are also praying. So it's important to have these things in place. But check this out. We all know this one, Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon Yah shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. I love that encouragement. The promise. And our strength being renewed. So even if you are feeling weak, the scriptures also say when you are weak or when I am weak, the Most High Yah will be strong in us. All we have to do is rely, humble ourselves and say, I need help. Check this one out. Psalm 42, 11. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in Yah, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance. And my Yah. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, 
Ask your soul, ask that spirit, why are you so down? Why are you so quiet within me? Revive your soul by telling it, hope in the most high Yah. Be determined to praise him regardless of the depression, regardless of the discouragement, regardless of the doubts and the fears. He is the health of your countenance and your Yah, your creator. The health, think of that. Interesting word, the health of your countenance. I love that one. And then I know we all know this one. Still a good reminder, Jeremiah 29, 11. This used to be like one of my favorite verses that I went to Proverbs. Um, the one that says uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue and they that uh, love it will eat the fruit thereof. Um, so I have a, I, now I have another one. I think it's in uh, Jeremiah 2. Um, it's on my wall. It's about uh, being able to dance again. Yeah, I gave me that one. I'll, I'll read that to you another time, but let me stay on topic. This one is you know, a blessing and, and promises, more promises. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says Yah, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Thoughts of peace and not evil. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Most High Yah. Thoughts of peace and not evil. That's all I need to hear. It's not Yah up there, you know, wanting to be mean and evil and hurtful. So you say, well, dang it, why are we going through so much hell? Why do we have to feel this pain? Why did uh, my ACL get torn? Why did my, my Papa Walt pass? Why did my mom get hit with COVID? Why did my aunt just die? Why we got all this, these uh, demonic attacks and things of that nature going on? What's going on? Well, there's another scripture that talks about all these fiery darts of the enemy that we can quench with our shield of faith. It also talks about counting it all joy when you endure, or excuse me, when you encounter various trials because it strengthens our faith. Could it be that the things that we are uh, allowed to go through that Yah is very well of and sometimes allows to happen. Some things are just all out attacks by the enemy, but you don't think Yah knows about them? So he's still sovereign and on, on the throne. Sometimes these things have to happen in order for us to have strength to stand in future situations that may come about that literally could be life or death, that literally could be eternity or not. The next level of life, even, could be determined on how you are passing these tests, how you are getting through these trials. Are we relying on him and him alone? Are we crying out and applying some of these scriptures? Are we strengthening our faith when we feel hopeless? You hear how that psalm was saying, hey, spirit. Why are you so downcast? 
Put your hope in the most high Yah. Come on, let's go. I was telling my sister, you got a couple of choices here. And one of them ain't all that pretty. I said, you getting hit, you get hit, right? It's like you're in a battle. When you're going through a storm or, you know, hardship and trials and just all kind of things, disappointment and just all kind of stuff. That's like you got knocked down in a ring, in a boxing ring. Got knocked down. Punch took you out. Maybe took the wind out of you. So you're down, you're laying on the ground. And even before they start counting, two, none, right? Before you even hear the count, you have a decision to make. What's harder to get back up, to muscle the strength in pain and fight again the opposition and keep moving And have a tiny bit of faith to believe that you may be able to get out of this match. Not only alive, but victorious. If you rely on Yah and his strength to be in your swing. Or you can just lay there and say, I'm in pain. This thing hurt. I don't really feel like I personally have the strength to keep moving forward in this. I give up. And sadly, y'all, many people have just given up. And I completely understand because life can throw you so much stuff at the same time, back to back, that when you land down there, you just say, man, forget it. I want you to know that the Most High Yah is saying you got to get up. I know it's painful. I know it hurts. I know some things you don't understand. And I know it feels like the pressure is too heavy But call unto me all ye that are heavy laden and I will give you rest. This is where we take things out of our own hands and we put them in the hands of the Most High Yah. We put our uh, cares, we cast them on him who cares for us. Our agendas, our worries, our concerns, our doubts, our fears, we give it to him. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. I always tell y'all, he knows the end from the beginning. And if he can literally count the hairs on our heads, knows and numbers the stars, allows us to breathe every single day when we get up, that's a gift. Shaped and molded us in our mother's wombs. Gave us these special gifts and personalities and eye color. He knew it all. He's so amazing. He loves his creation. So he has a plan of escape. He has a plan for us to prosper. He, his thoughts are good and of shalom when he thinks about us, not evil. We have to remember that when we are down Before we hear the count, when we're in pain and we don't feel like getting up because we really don't have the strength. That's where you have to have strength in Yah. You say, well, how do I do that? You just call, call out, cry out, humble yourself. And you will literally be lifted up. Get on up, get on up. You still got your gloves on. Your hands may be tired. You may not even have an arm 
to swing with. Your arm up might be so tired you can't even lift your arm. It's all right. That's where you have prayer intact. You have other people praying for you. Well, well, how do I do that? You have to humble yourself. This a couple of days ago, when I posted on YouTube in the community, and I said that I was up till about 4 a.m. in the morning with one sister encouraging me through, holding up my arms. What did I have to do? I had to reach out at 2.30 a.m. in the morning because my mind was just racing and I needed some serious comfort at that hour. A lot going on, a lot that I'm handling, but nothing too hard for the most high. Yah, he got this. I have a shirt that says, Yah got this. I wish I had it in like 50,000 colors because I would wear that until the season was over. Y'all be like, dang, she wearing the same shirt, just different colors for the last two months. Yah got this. And then when I got up, because I went to bed about four after somebody was holding up my arms with encouragement, with scriptures. I got up, thought I was okay, and then overwhelmed. It just hit me. What I do, I had to humble myself. I had to reach out again. You don't reach out to anybody. You reach out to, to people who know how to pray. You reach out to people who know how to intercede, who know the scriptures, because you can pray all day and night. But if you ain't praying that scripture or a scripture or some scriptures, then really it's just good words. And sometimes you just need a pep talk. But when you're going through tragedy, you need the word of Yah to sustain you, to penetrate the darkness and to help you see the light. And so that's what I did that morning. And there was a breaking. And so um, I don't think there was another scripture I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, uh, other than that last Psalm, and then we'll move on to mom's progress because there was a breaking in the spirit when that prayer went forth. It was amazing. So the last scripture, you guys, is Psalm 119, 114, and it says, Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Do you understand how important the word is when you're going through something? Not just to say the word, recite the word, speak the word, and then believe the word. Get it on the inside of you. Tell yourself, I'm believing this. Even if you feel like you're not wholeheartedly believing it just yet because you're going through so much, it's hard maybe to even speak the word, to even receive the word. That's where you got to talk to your spirit. You got to talk to, you got to say, come on now. Why are you down? Let's, let's put our hope in the most high. Yeah, let's get this word in us and just begin to speak a word, have something that's why I gave you a, a few that were really common. Have something in the palm of your hand. Grip that. Hold that close to your heart because you're going to need it on the way to where you're going. You're going to need it when you're down in that ring thinking about giving up and saying forget it. Because a lot of people, sadly, 
They may not be down physically, but in their countenance, they're down. Down in joy, down in shalom. They can't rest. They don't smile. Down in positivity, everything is negative. They're pessimistic. Down in confidence. Down in happiness. Down in purpose. Feel like they they just existing and not living. You don't want to be like that. You have to humble yourself in order to get up. Right? And once we take ourselves out of the equation and say, you know what? Nothing is too hard for Yah. It might be it might be hard for me, but ain't nothing too hard for Yah. You start speaking to your spirit, you grab that word. Inch by inch, step by step, little by little, you're gonna be able to muster up enough strength to get up. All right, so let's get to uh, the second phase of this episode, which is mom's progress. And like I said, when that prayer went forth, and I thank all of you for praying as well. Y'all know who you are, the true prayer warriors that have been praying for my family, reaching out to me by way of email, uh, comments on YouTube, uh, personal text messages, phone calls, and and um, I just want to say I appreciate you guys, even the, the donations that continue to come in here. I appreciate all of that. Y'all just helping life be a little bit easier as we just do ministry, as we do music, as we go through hardships, life together. It's, it's just been a blessing to have a community of people um, that really believe in what uh, what is being done over here. And I praise Yah for you all. Um, there was a breaking in the spirit because my, my mom is actually feeling better. And she sounds better, you guys. Uh, I'm just so grateful. And uh, on the other side of this, we will uh, continue the conversation. All right, so we're talking about mom and the breakthrough and her getting better and uh, just how prayer played an important role in that. Um, All I can say is that she's sounding so much better, you guys. Uh, Energy still not quite there, but way better than what it was. The most noticeable difference is in the way that she's speaking. She's... uh, talking a lot better, uh, sounds a lot stronger, like her voice doesn't sound as weak before. Again, if you're just joining kind of what is going on here, uh, my mother was uh, fighting COVID. My stepfather passed on May 7th, 2021 um, from COVID, or at least he went in because of COVID and uh, went on a breathing tube, then cardiac arrest, and they're thinking that it may have been a massive heart attack um, or a blood clot that initially, you know, um, was the cause of this. But um, anyways, 
my mother is a fighter and she is getting better. That's the the beautiful thing about prayer. And I, I really believe that the prayers had a lot to do with it. The prayers of the righteous that availeth much. I really believe that because that day, it was, uh, you know, when we were praying in the morning and everybody has been praying all, all around, not just over here and the people that we have um, who are praying in Yahushua's name by the power of Yah and just just speaking words. Doesn't matter the proximity, we're speaking words um, of faith and believing and to hear her start to kind of come back to her voice was very settling for for me, um, and I'm sure for the the rest of the family and and friends and stuff that have been concerned. So I just want to give you that update that day by day uh, things are getting better, and again her strength in regards to just jumping out of bed early and just getting after it like she normally is uh, or was doing, that's not there yet. And that's fine because it shouldn't be necessarily uh, there just yet. There's a lot of adjusting in regards to just grief, grief, grief will not, you know, when you're grieving, it's okay to grieve. You're not supposed to just jump up and say, well, okay, back to life is normal. Like when you're grieving, it's all right. Give your give yourself some grace, compassion for yourself to get the things that you need. You may need additional rest. You may need to just uh, quiet your mind. You may need to, to allow those tears to flow. Brokenness and grief and all these things. No, we don't want to stay there and live there and let that be, you know, two, three, four months continuous. But it's important to get it out when it's supposed to come out. Doesn't the scripture say that Yah is nearest, close, closest to the brokenhearted, to the contrite spirit? So it's like allow those tears to flow because there is a time for everything. So, though she's not necessarily springing up, that's okay. And plus, this this thing she's fighting is no joke. So, you got to allow things to take its course. We still don't give up praying and believing. So, I wanted to encourage you all with that. If you have been uh, you're believing for something, whether... Um, a healing or uh, anything it could be. Don't give up if you don't see the results immediately. Um, even me with my um, ACL tear, I'm completely off my crutches now. And although I'm not walking completely the way that I was before, and I have to still be very, very careful, I can't make any sudden turns or movements. But the point is, I'm off of my crutches. I'm strengthening my muscles around this tear through physical therapy. And I actually have to go go uh, this Thursday. So, um, you know, day by day, right? You just praise Yah for the progress that you do have. Come on, y'all. If we can't praise Yah and thank him for the, the little things, how can we be trusted with more? How can we be a steward over more if he can't trust us with the little things? You dig what I'm saying? So I just am very, I, I'm happy. I'm very um, hopeful. And I believe that, 
Uh, she's going to be 100% in uh, Yah's timing. And, um, you know, that's kind of the progress of my mom. All right, so as we were talking about, uh, you know, grief and how there's a time to do that and all of that, I also want to end this episode by briefly talking about how Yah can help you through uh, not only grief, but also dysfunction, um, especially when the dysfunction is trying to rob your peace, especially when the dysfunction is not coming from within, but it's actually on the outside trying to get in and trying to, to kind of seep its way into snuffing out your shalom and your joy and uh, just taking occupancy in space that it does not have privilege to do. You got to be vigilant in protecting your shalom when you're going through hard situations and hard times, especially when it involves other people who may not be walking in the fruits of the Ruach. You dig what I'm saying? So dysfunction, uh, even as I'm going through this situation, there there is a lot of dysfunction in my family. I'm not going to pretend. Um, and most people from our community, uh, black folks and, and beyond, it's not a, a race uh, issue. It's a people and a heart condition issue. And um, it's, a, it's a disconnection issue from the creator. It's a unwillingness to submit issue. It's a, I'm wanting to run my life the way that I want to do it issue. And so when you don't walk in the fruits of the spirit, we don't do it perfectly. But when you're not aligned and you don't have that Ruach and you're dealing with other people in the world or in your family or at work or wherever you may be, it's going to be some friction. And I know y'all can feel me on this. Some people just don't like you because the spirit is in you. Okay, it ain't got nothing to do with, dang, you know, is it because, well, I think she all that. And that's why I don't like her. Or she thinks she all that. Well, how do you know she thinks she all that? You don't even know her. Or you just walk in a room. I don't like the way because she's all put together. She must think that she, come on, y'all. Or even in the family situation, I got, I'm dealing with the situation now, just dysfunction because there's one person who is holding a literal grudge over something that is so petty. I mean, this is like third grade, you took my candy type stuff. And to them, it's a massive situation that is already blown over, already passed over, already proven itself to be, it was all right. It worked out okay. And still holding a grudge. And now just instead of being a blessing, instead of being a help, to the whole family, not just one person, but to the whole family, is causing stress and division and dysfunction and allowing other people to have to, to do more work versus just coming together in a spirit of unity. People ain't got to like you to be able to work together for the better of someone else that we all love. You dig what I'm saying? But that takes maturity. You have to be able to quit being so selfish, put your stuff on the back burner and say, you know what, For because I love X, Y, Z, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to fold on in. Okay, let's bring it all in. Let's work as a team and let's get this stuff done for the person that we say that we all love. 
instead of just, I'm going to be isolated over here and just deal with this one person. No, that's not how it works, yo. And this is coming from someone who is even older than me. It's very disappointing. And, uh, and so when you deal with people like that, that don't necessarily operate in the same spirit, it can, that dysfunction can cause you to feel a lot of negative emotions. And this is where I want to help you because I'm helping myself at the same time. I want to help you not internalize those emotions, manage your expectations, understand that this is where they are. This ain't where you are. This ain't got nothing to do with you. You ain't got to adopt that. What you got to do is move off of that. Well, what do you mean by move off of that? Are you saying cut that off and just completely move forward? If you have to, yeah. If you have to, yeah. If it's robbing your peace, absolutely. If it's stealing your joy, absolutely. Well, isn't that kind of harsh, queen? If it's a family member or if it's somebody that you're supposed to... Hey, I didn't say don't love that person. You're commanded to love everyone. All I'm saying is from a distance, friends. From a distance. Because if you can go from purpose and happiness and shalom and joy, doesn't mean you're exempt from day-to-day stuff that happens. You still go through your own stuff. But if you have someone who's literally being used to rob your peace, rob your joy cause more stress than needed in an already stressful situation because they ain't got their stuff together and they holding on to some stuff that they need to really let go and you done already forgiven them for things that they've done to you. We don't even want to go there. Then I'm going to tell you to just love from a distance. I'm going to tell you, yes, move off of them if you can. And if you have to deal or be in proximity with these people, like literally physically in the same space, or you have to communicate because you have to deal with some matters that need their input, or you have to, to, to talk, you have to be, you have to exist together, then I'm going to completely tell you to be very um, reserved with your emotion and be very reserved with the information that you are sharing. People like that are so um, unfortunately negative on the inside and they have so much going on on the inside that they don't even know how to process a whole lot of things. And so you're really wasting your time. Uh, It could also come back to be an argument or it it may not yield the results that you thought. Like I said, manage your expectations. Just expect them to act a certain way. That way you're not getting your hopes up when you're reaching out and you're getting some kind of a negative response or some kind of disrespect. You don't have to put yourself through that. You can still help other people, okay? You can still help other people without being a subject or, you know, subjecting yourself to abuse, to disrespect, to rejection, and all of that nonsense, those negative emotions. Don't adopt those negative emotions that they have inside. They're trying to project that upon you because that is actually how they feel inside. Okay, that's not how you do. So you have to say, okay, well, wait a second. I'm not adopting that. This ain't mine. I don't want that. You own that. I don't own that. No, 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 no. When you get close to someone, even for a moment, and you start feeling a negative energy, honey, you better deal with it. 
Don't just allow that to become your reality. And that's what I'm saying in this situation that I'm personally going through. There's some dysfunction that I refuse to allow to get on me. That's not mine. I don't own it. I don't want it. And if I'm the one who my mother is allowing, because I have the the gift of organization and administration, if I'm the one who is uh, put in a position to help distribute what things need, you know, things that need to get done, I can't do it all on my own, right? So I'm trying to find different people that I can trust, that she can trust, that we all as a family can pull together and, and try to handle some of these things that actually not one person can get done, not two, not three, not four, not five. We need a team of people who can take different tasks and get things done so my mama be all right, right? And y'all knows. But some people ain't happy with me being in that position. And this is where you have to say, y'all give me the strength to deal with that dysfunction, but also still be a blessing and keep my mind in the process. And keep in mind, everyone, with my hand up in the sky right now as I'm waving it so that everybody can see, so that the Most High can see, so the angels can see, so that the whole world can see. Remember that I am literally with an ACL and meniscus tear as well, trying to get my situation handled. So other people in my family who are causing additional stress, they don't even care about my situation. You see what I'm saying? So you can't take things personal. It is what it is. Manage the expectation that that's just how they are. It's unfortunate. It's a very sad life. It is a very sad life to be like that. But don't we all have family members that are like that? Come on, let's let's keep it real. Let's keep it all the way a thousand. We all got family members who possess that kind of spirit. Who don't put their hope in the most high Yah for their joy and their shalom. And all we can do really is just pray for them. And like I say, just move off of them. They don't want to be bothered with you anyway. Just move off of them if you can. And like I said, if you have to deal with them, just be minimal with your responses, minimal with the information you give, minimal with the emotions that you, you show, and just do business and move, move on. You have to protect your joy and your shalom in an hour of distress, in an hour of a lot of heightened anxiety and and hardship and pain and all, you got to keep your stress down. You, I'm talking to you, you, child of the most high, yeah, you have to trust in the most high. You have to protect your shalom. You have to get a good night's sleep. Put them scriptures on. There's all kind of things on YouTube where you can put the scriptures on and just let that marinate. Let the word of Yah marinate in your subconscious and give you a good night's sleep. You got to not, you know, run to a bag of chips and a thing of ice cream. You got to keep drinking your smoothies with the fruits in there and getting your green salads. You got to keep eating healthy so that you feel good and so that your emotions aren't out of control. There's some things, y'all, that you can do when you're dealing with dysfunction. Like I said, it doesn't have to be in the family. It could be on your, on your job. It could be in your workplace. It could be in your home. 
It could be in the world. It could be at the store. It could be wherever you deal with people who have different spirits than the, than the Ruach, right? Than the fruits of the spirit, then you're going to have some, some situations and you're going to have to learn how to deal with it without getting uh, too emotional, without getting too high, too low. We don't always do it perfectly, but I'm trying to help you because I'm going through this, but you, you have to manage your, uh, personnel, your emotions, manage it. That's why you have to be filled up with the Ruach. Put the armor on, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of Shalom, the shield of Imuna, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the sword of the Ruach, y'all, which is the word of Yah and prayer. Have all this together. That's the spiritual aspect of it. But then the natural is like I, I just mentioned, get a good night's sleep. Make sure you're eating well, right? Do some meditation with the word. All that stuff plays a part. That way, when you run into a lot of dysfunction um, and even grieving yourself, I haven't even had a chance to grieve. I still go in and out. I still can't believe that that Papa Walt is gone. I'm handling a lot. And I'm not complaining about it because I was called to do this. I'm called to do this. You know, they say for such a time as this, this is the position that the Most High Yah is putting me in and he's giving me strength, but he's helping me navigate when I feel too heavy or when I'm internalizing something that ain't mine. Like I said, dysfunction and that negativity and all that, that stuff right there, that ain't yours. Don't, don't own it. Don't let it rent space. Mm-mm. That's not what we're doing. So I hope this uh, episode has been a blessing to you. I hope that you got something from it, from the encouraging scripts, uh, from just learning how prayer can really break things in an atmosphere and cause order out of chaos and how my mom is getting better and what a blessing that is. And then lastly, I just wanted to talk to you about, you know, how y'all will give you strength to deal with dysfunction, no matter how it is or how heavy it is or where it's coming from. And we can be restful. We can be peaceful. We can still be filled with some level of joy. Because the joy of the Most High Yah is our strength. And as long as we rely on Him, not just in word, but in action, He'll get us through. And trust me, honey, on the other side of this, on the other side of this, I see blue skies, I see clear water, I see the birds singing. I see the trees going back and forth as the wind is blowing their beautiful green leaves. I see a bright yellow sun and I feel the warmth. Hallelujah. And you will too. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Love to hear from you. You can always chime in either on anchor.fm slash this is queen or you can simply go to my website. This is queen. Dot com and just click on podcast. There's a message button there if you want to leave a message, a comment, chime in about this topic, uh, whatever's on your mind. And I pray you have a beautiful day in the Most High Yah. Shalom for now.